Broadcasting from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio, I'm Jim Rome. We're down to our third hour, our last hour. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. One thing I want you to do, go to Twitter and check out Ben Golliver, excellent, excellent NBA writer for Sports Illustrated, was a part of that crew. Somehow, hell, I don't know how Left found half those guys, much less how he convinced Ben Golliver, who is an excellent journo, to be a part of this thing. But Ben tweeted a side-by-side picture, which I retweeted. We talked about the famous 1996 SI photo shoot. He's got the picture side-by-side. Today's picture and the picture back then. Check it out. I retweeted that. Ben Golliver came in, and he had it. So if you're wondering what it looked like or what we're talking about, that's it. It's absolutely incredible. Something else I think that's getting overlooked in that phone call, Left's call very quickly, he got Smacksaw to show up. The knife took part in that call. Nice job, Lee. Way to be, Lee. Way to step up, Lee. Get back to the jungle. That's what I'm talking about. Respect those younger than you. Tell you what, Lee, in Poway, they thought that was badass. Rancho Margarita, how did you like hearing me on Rome? That was kick-ass, wasn't it? Do you have a pulse? Pick up the phone and call my Twitter feed. Lee, you can't call Twitter. You know what I'm talking about, Rome. Did I or did I not make your show like I made your career back in the day? Good job, Knife. Lee Hacksaw Hamilton showing up in the call. All right, we better get busy. It is the third hour. It is the last hour. This guy right here hits on something key. Majority MMA tweets. Only a perfect 10. Flawless call. We'll have a chance to top uh, left. Hashtag smack off. This guy here speaks for a lot of people. GK Scott 86 tweets. Terrence and Sierra Madre, OMG. I thought he was dead. Hashtag smack off 23. Hey, no lie, I thought he was dead. Honestly, I was really happy to see Terrence. I was happy to see all the fellas. Back at it. This guy came to the smack off last year as an unknown golden ticket winner, but then he comes in on the back big stage. He takes a big swing. He shows that he belongs with a strong call. A clever Brad that was. A top 10 finish. The only golden ticket winner to do that last year. Lots of guys can make that one good call in the smack off, but can they do it again? Can they go next level with it? We're about to find out. Let's go to L.A. Chad in L.A. Chad, you're up. How are you? Doing well, Rome. You don't like my impressions, Caleb? Then you won't like this call. Caleb only knows how to leave impressions on his seat and the ground beneath him. And geez, left, nice filibuster. Are you trying to take so long on your call that these guys actually die in the studio too? Rome should start charging you rent. And let's just add smuggling to your list of felonies. Jim, you know what would be cool? Is if I snuck into this courtroom where left is being tried for his crimes and wrecked him up on the witness stand at the end of my call? That'd be so awesome, dude. I'll have more on that moron in a minute. Man, I cannot wait for football season. Or as Buffalo Bills fans call it, the offseason. I read something recently. Now follow me on this, Rome. In 1969, the Bills failed to convert on a critical touchdown, giving them the number one overall draft pick. They, o- they draft O.J. Simpson. O.J. moves to Buffalo, where he meets Nicole, whom he later le- allegedly murders. He then hires attorney Robert Kardashian to defend him. This case made Robert famous. Robert eventually used his fame to put his family into the spotlight. In other words, Rome, had the Buffalo Bills not choked nearly 50 years ago, we would be living in a world where the Kardashians never even became a thing. Buffalo freaking Bills, they ruin everything. All right, so everyone's like wondering what I'm doing. 
whatever you're doing, stop. Uh, like, if you're working, uh, stop. That's right. I'm right outside the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio versus Leff and Laguna trial. In fact, I'm about to cross-examine Leff's witnesses. Let's see who's home. Whoa, this dude's a bailiff? No wonder he couldn't make it in today. All right. The Honorable James Philip Rome is presiding. Leff and Laguna is being charged with breaking and entering and kidnapping old men from the nursing home. He has no priors except a delinquent helicopter rental bill. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, these witnesses are all idiots. Mark in Hollywood actually defends Left, saying that crashing the studio isn't that bad because Mark crashes in his studio apartment every night. But I'll prove Left is guilty. First witness is Caleb in Green Bay. Okay, Caleb, let's check your witness profile here real quick. Hair color, strawberry shortcake, eyes, hazelnut, ethnicity, lemon meringue. What the hell is this, Caleb? Is this your profile or your lunch menu? Uh, yes. For weight, you put down one gross ton? Gross. I thought you were losing weight. I've been trying to shave off a few inches. A few inches? Rome, this guy looks like he's one Mountain Dew away from losing an entire foot. Let's just get to the trial. Now, Mr. Walworth, where were you on the date in question? I was at home. Do you have an alibi? Why, yes, of course. I was with Mother. Can we get a statement from her? Absolutely. She's right here. I'm sitting on her lap. Oh, sorry, I couldn't see her behind you. Bailiff, will you take the kid's mom out of here and interrogate her? Get your hands off me. I left some Pop-Tarts in the toaster. Next witness, Chael Sonnen. Chael, did you have to fill out your profile in hieroglyphics? I can't even read what you wrote for occupation. I get in fights with people for a living. Still undefeated. Undefeated? Then why is your face so jacked up? Seriously, Chael, it's hard to look at. Who's the last guy who rearranged your ugly mug? Pablo Picasso? That's not too long. No. It's too long. There's some good moments, but I don't know when that's going to end. Where are you going with that? Chad, this is the danger. This is the risk in waiting or not getting through until hour number three. Keep the thing moving. I need to see where you're going with it. I need to see where it's going to end. I need to see the point you're trying to make. You're running out of time. The rules of the game were a little bit different in hour number three. Let's keep going. Looking forward to this guy, Jeff Passan, Yahoo Sports. He may be a smack, smack off rook, but he is arguably already the smartest guy in the field. Frankly, he might be the smartest guy in all sports. And if he's not, his son Jack is. And I thought so when I first met Jack. Jack may have been four. Jack might have been five. But believe me, if it's not the old man, then it's his kid. And speaking of the old man, this dude has written more books than probably every other smack off contestant has read. And he's written two. He's been covering Major League Baseball since 04, and I'm not sure which he hates more, ketchup on a hot dog or cow in Vegas, but I am pumped to see what he has in his very first Smack Off. Jeff, welcome to Smack Off 23. Great to have you on. Jeff, how are you? Thank you, Van Smack, for the vine, for the invitation, for the break from baseball trade talks, and for the opportunity to bring a bar of soap to the unwashed masses who pollute your airwaves every year. I, I realize... What a wonderful honor this really is to join a group of deadbeat losers and stiffs whose greatest contribution to modern American society is the collective stress test they provide on the strength of our unemployment system. Now, one thing I can promise you in my first smack-off call, Jim, is an absence of live flatulence. Uh, I cannot say I'm surprised that Cal in Vegas literally blew his opportunity at a golden ticket by beefing into his phone. Cal, I know you're listening. I know you're jealous that I'm here and you're not. Do yourself a favor. 
put down the Franzia, sober up, and do not under any circumstances end up at the Spearmint Rhino tonight. Because when you thank the girls for a dance by sniffing their hair and handing them a Werther's original, that's creepy, bro. And jail for opening up the field to money launderers, convicted felons, HGH users, and guys who can't even open a pizza joint without somebody allegedly embezzling something. And speaking of constant failures, Mike and Indy, bro, I am rooting for you this year. Every competitor in the world dreams of a dynasty, and you've created one. So best of luck in finishing second again, Lucci. May the Al Gore of the jungle once again act like my five-year-old and say, first is the worst, second is the best, get Patty and Modesto a blood alcohol test. And as long as we're talking about things that drive you to drink, can you please, Jim, not fall for Left and Laguna's act again this year? I understand he's preying on nostalgia. I get that you're excited, Terrence, and Sierra Madre is alive. I am, too. I'm worried, though, Jim. I really am. First, Left rents a helicopter and idles outside your office. Then he actually bum-rushes your studio. And right now, wouldn't you know it, Left is lounging on a Casper mattress on top of a bed made from wood from liquid <laughs> lumber liquidators with a bottle of Magic Blue, and he's saving it that special someone riding in an O'Reilly Auto Parts-equipped XR4 TI Uber. It rubs the lotion on the skin or else it gets the hose again, Romy. I get that the show attracts all types. Mark in Hollywood really is an inspiration the way he finds time between pulling espresso shots to call the jungle. I really respect how seriously Mark takes his craft, too. One of these days, Mark, you're going to wake up and your hopes and dreams and prayers that Lifetime calls and asks you to star in laying pipe at the Perkins. The Tiger Woods story will come true. I know for a fact, Mark, the producers have seen your wide range of on-screen talent, like the time you licked a temporary tattoo and stuck it on a guy's arm, or the time McSteamy wrote on the back of your head, or especially the one where you were scolded for holding a sign upside down. Mark, you somehow complete the Herculean task of making Jay Stu look like Daniel Day-Lewis. Here's the thing, Rome. I look at this whole wave of smack-off winners recently and wonder what the hell happened. They are tired acts. I grew up listening to Aya Frady, to Doc Mike Tola, to Sean the Cobblin to geniuses, legends, guys who wielded scaffolds and carved you. I want to remind the jungle there was a time before stuck nut and red tube and, well, you know. <laughs> hey! Hey! Stop it! Calm down! That's enough! Jim, I'm, so, I'm sorry about that. Vic and NoCal got loose. I mean, it, it's, it's like you guys act like I'm someone who just wants to come in here for the novelty of it, for the social media shine, for the fire emojis. FBI Mike in Toledo says he'll quit listening if I win the smack off, and I'm really excited for that because it spares the rest of you for having to listen to his calls. And while you're in the mood, Mike, why don't you do yourself a favor and swear off saturated fat, jorts, and hand lotion too? You know why I'm here, Jim? Because I'm a clone. Because I have takes that don't suck. Because I think tandem calls are lame cop-outs. Because when I think of jungle couples, I think of John and Trapper, not Brad and Corona and his meth dealer. Because when I hear the word war, I don't think of a location that comes before it. I think of what comes after it. Like war Toby and Houston, the Carmen San Diego of cranks. A war smack off harmony. And definitely war team the others reminding us all adolescence and puberty is hard. I don't know if I'm going to win the smack off clones, but if I do, Jim, I know one thing. The final score is going to be 27-27. I'm out. Jeff Passin. Not a boy, Jeff. Not a boy, Jeff. Way to hold it down. That's a strong, strong appearance. First ever appearance from Jeff Passin. Did nothing to embarrass himself. And he represented both the old and new school. 
Nicely done, Jeff. When we come back, there is Mike and Indy. There is Mark in Hollywood. I see another former champ. I'm looking for Chael still yet. Where's Stevie Carbone? Is I Afraid he going to make an appearance? I don't know. We'll find out. We're heading into the home stretch. Smack off 23. Where do you have everybody slotted? Take two Twitter before it's too late. Hit me up at Jim Rome and make sure you hit the hashtag smack off. How do you think Jeff Passon just did? You're listening to the Jim Rome show. Smack off today brought to you by the Lords of Hardwood lumber liquidators. Not only have they been a stellar sponsor of this program, but I know they are saving you a ton of money. On the best selection of hardwood floors anywhere, it is time to upgrade your flooring. Folks, stop into your neighbor, neighborhood, Lumber Liquidators today. Jeff Passing getting a lot of love, a lot of respect. Very good call, top to bottom. Is it enough to take down left? We've got a few monsters left. This is probably going to be the last segment of calls. This is it. The dawn of the Midwest Mafia. Come and see about Mike and Indy. Come and see about Mike. Mike knows what it takes to win this thing. He did so back in 2014 when he teamed up with Chael. But, of course, that's been the wrap. He's yet to win one solo. I've mentioned that he's the Kershaw of the jungle, and I say it as a compliment. He's already a first ballot Jungle Hall of Famer, still in his prime, but without his own solo title yet. Notice I said yet. Seems like it's got to be a matter of when and not a question of if. One of the best callers of the past decade, known to have a few tricks, up his sleeve and by tricks I mean hands and if you're not careful you might catch them he comes hard in the paint because y'all can't let's go to Indy Mikey in Indy Mike how are you I'm good Romy hey I know Hawk has a man crush on me and I want to keep this thing fair and square so I need Hawk to recuse himself from voting for me hell he probably already turned in his vote for me don't count it last name ever first name gimmickiest a.k.a. Leffen Laguna. Someone send out an Amber Alert for the smack in that call. It's still called the smack off, not the heartwarming moment off. This will be the true test of whether a gimmick alone is all you need. Mark in Boston's call left us with more questions than answers, like was that a seventh-place call or an eighth-place call? Still waiting to hear from the most pathetic man in the jungle, Stevie Carbone. Carbone realized he wanted to be a reality spoiler when he told some little kid Santa Claus didn't exist. And when he saw the disappointment on that kid's face, Stevie thought, damn, that felt good. I want to say congrats to the class of 2017 Golden Ticket winners. This is the most ridiculous pledge class since Will Ferrell's crew in the movie Old School. We even had the guy who's way too old to be a rookie at this point, 65-year-old Rick and Buffalo, till the smacky choppa took him out. You my boy, Blue? And Rome, I know Vic isn't calling somebody else horny. The only difference between Vic and Jim McElwain is access to a shark. Hey, Chael, unlike you, I have a few years left in the tank, but whenever I eventually retire from my pickup basketball circuit, I think I'll just sign up for Bellator just to maintain a bit of cardio. Is there a fee for fall season and spring season, or is it just one sign-up fee? I want to thank everybody for helping me market my You Better Don't Walkout shirt. A lot of people are calling it a cash grab, and it's definitely that. But most importantly, I'm fulfilling a need. Nike's Just Do It slogan is too soft. You run around in some gear like that, and somebody's going to try you like you're a sample at Sam's Club. You better don't is a little more confrontational, a more aggressive posture. With this shirt, you'll have allies around the world because the sun never sets on the Midwest Mafia empire. 
the high number of orders we received so far is almost enough to humble an extraordinary man like me. Almost. See, I'm a real trendsetter, a transcendent caller. Sometimes I get goosebumps thinking about how great I am. After left one last year, someone asked him how it felt to be the greatest smack talker in the jungle, and he said, I don't know. Ask Mike and Indy. My call last year was so cold, Verizon gave me a Canadian area code. Fred McGriff thought I was putting on a clinic. Speaking of which, concussions have been a big issue, uh, and CTE as well. There's the last few days that this has been in the news, and I think the smack-off participants need to acknowledge this is an issue in our sport as well. I smacked Vic so hard a couple weeks back, he got put in the concussion protocol. Then I protocol left the week after that. And you better get the smelling salts out again, Romy, because I'm not finished. The doctors on the smack-off CTE committee identified three guys who were deemed to be most at risk because I've protocoled them so many times. The first case identified was Vic. The committee observed that Vic tended to be a regular in all the places you don't want to be a regular. The check cashing store, the neighborhood whorehouse, fifth place in the smack off. So they ordered a scan of Vic's brain, and in his brain scan, they saw an image of me waving at the camera. I've been in Vic's head so long, the state of California tried to charge me property taxes. The committee observed Brad's erratic behavior in a gas station ordering some lottery scratch-off tickets and the cheapest, dirtiest cigs you can buy, Paul Mall Reds. Brad stepped up to the counter, the place's order like he was a QB at the line of scrimmage. Paul Mall Red, Paul Mall Red, short pack, short pack, two grand sevens, flamingo bingo, flamingo bingo. False start on Brad and Corona, card declined. When the doctors got Brad's brain scans back, they thought the machine had malfunctioned because there appeared to be no evidence of a brain. But then one of the doctors pointed to the lower left corner of the scan and said, there it is a little pea-sized brain. I think anyone who heard Brad's call today would agree with the diagnosis of pea-sized brain. A scan of Left's brain showed it was 100% filled with delusions of grandeur. The doctors said they haven't seen that much delusion in a brain since Kim Jong-un, and that's a pretty good analogy for Left. First, we have Left Jong-un up in that homemade helicopter, a.k.a. Air Force Un, trying to act like he might do something before the engine overheated. Last year, after he stormed the studio, he rollerbladed to the beach and fired a bunch of Roman candles into the ocean as a show of strength. You kidding me? I'm surprised Left didn't try to intimidate us by riding a jet ski around the harbor sandwiched between Terrence and Trapper. There was a power vacuum after I vacated the throne, and Left took the opportunity to radicalize a bunch of clones with propaganda and gimmicks. And many clones took the bait. But the jungle needs a visionary. The jungle needs someone who delivers. 595 shipping and handling. Someone who can lead us to salvation and prosperity. To prove my fitness for the office, I went in to get my brain scanned, and the doctors told me the average human only uses 10% of their brain, but I was using 95% of mine. I asked them with which 5% of the brain I wasn't functioning, and they said, there's a lack of activity in your amygdala. Essentially, your brain is unable to recognize fear. And I said, I know that's right. Mikey, DLC, De La Creme. Is it enough for him to bring home his first title solo? We're running out of time. This is the last segment. This is the only smack-off contestant fighting out of West Lynn, Oregon. The only smack-off participant or participant to ever headline a UFC main event. He's done that multiple times. You know who I'm talking about. The American gangster. The people's champ. Inside the jungle, he's known as the 2012 champ. The 2014 co-champ. 
He's been more hyped for this event than his actual job. He admitted as much. He also came in and said he knows where he made his mistakes last year. Let's find out what he's got right now. Chael, Sonnen. Chael, what's Shut up? Shut up, you fam, and what I do. I ridicule jobbers like you out of existence. Why don't you go check your messages, Romeo? 1992 is missing a goatee. Have you seen it? Here's a clue. Look down. No, no, Rome. Not that far down, fella. You're looking at the inchworm of despair a little bit north. There you go. There it is. See, there's 1992's goatee, born in 92 and died in 95. Speaking of things dying, I was at a seance last night. Your career says hello. You still having Jim Everett flashbacks there, Romeo? When I get to that studio, I ain't turning over a cheap Ikea desk. I'm turning over your chair with you in it. And don't try running. I saw you try to shamble away from that football player. You made Lou Pinella look like Usain Bolt. I thought modern medicine eradicated rickets over a century ago. Damn, son. You were less than nimble. Guy, you ever wake up with a sweaty Jerry Lewis and a tuck singing to you? And Brad and Corona. You said you wanted the addresses of everybody who liked my rapping because you were going to hunt them down. Well, here's a newsflash for you, guy. Uber don't take food stamps. Plus, how far are you going to get on the half-hour lunch break you get from McDonald's? And who are you slugging anyway? Your arms look like buggy whips. Here's my best advice, you idiot. Go take an extra shift at Mickey D's, and you better impress your bosses because there's a guy on the street looking for hours named Colin Kaepernick. And while I'm doling out the advice, Mike from Indy, you're my boy, and this comes from the heart because I want to help. But if you're from a fourth-tier former metropolitan that has cratered into its own irrelevance, then don't make where you're from part of your identity. Just keep it on the down low and hope nobody recognizes the area code you're calling from. See, it's like this, Mike. If you have Ebola, you shouldn't deny it. But you also don't need to feature it, you know. Pick something less miserable and tacky than being from Indianapolis as your calling card. In fact, let's give you a new name. Let's do it right now, and I promise you any of these will be a big improvement. How about Mike from any place other than Indy or Mike with Ebola or Charles Manson III? Yeah, even calling yourself the grandson of that greasy midget Manson is less of a dirty little secret than the fact that you hail from Indianapolis. In fact, I'm wondering, are you the last person in Indianapolis? Have you been trying to leave, but the bus never comes? And Jim, speaking of never coming, Left got some good news lately. He's starring in a new film. It's a sequel of sorts. It's called The 56-Year-Old Virgin, Left. How about landing that fancy helicopter on the roof of a dentist's office one of these days and getting those teeth fixed? And instead of sneaking into Rome Boy Studio, maybe try sneaking into the deodorant aisle, you stink bomb, and get yourself a Lego helicopter while you're at it, fanboy. You know, people keep telling me you don't have a real helicopter left, but it's like this. If I say you have a helicopter, you go get a helicopter. If I say you are a helicopter, you stick your arms out and whirl them around as you circle the room making helicopter noises till I tell you to land. Sleep tight tonight, you stumble bums. Uncle Chael might sneak down to the men's shelter, steal your shoes, and set your feet on fire if you give me any lip that don't sit well with me. And Rome, the next time I ask you for your opinion, what I really mean is shut up! Chael. Well, he said it. He was going to come in this time and not be nice like he was last year. 
Yeah, my man was dirty, but was he good? Was that good enough? Let's find out. We've got time for one more phone call. I mentioned this will be the last segment. And I also mentioned that just because you're in the field does not mean you'll get on. This guy's going to make it in. Mark in Hollywood, as you know, the jungle's resident actor. What have you seen him in? What's he best known for? 2013 Smack-Off champ. Also had a guest role. 2014 runner-up. The last two years, he ripped fourth. He's got the game to win this thing once again. There is no doubt about that. Does he join the exclusive community of multiple winners? And if he does, you know it's going to piss some people off. But it would not surprise me. This town loves a winner. Let's go to Tinseltown. This is the last call of the day, I would think. Depending on how it goes, probably the last call. Mark in Hollywood with a chance to walk off. Mark, how are you? Oh, man, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. So let's walk the SI shoot to the studio. Well, uh, I decided to grab a bunch of homeless people off the street from Hollywood to be my crew. Hashtag bump smack. Yep, I'm walking around the neighborhood with some strangers to make this call. I'm serious, but more on that later. Mike, great call. CTE smack. Very appropriate. And chill. That was the heat you were bringing? Mike Phelps versus that cartoon shark thinks that was a letdown, you snowflake. Look, Mike is fake, but not as fake as you, you walking cauliflower ear. You are as juiced as Major League Baseball right now. And you know what the worst part? You've got that mentally impaired Eminem, Mike and Indy, feeling himself. And now he's all singing, Chuck it, you know how I be. Ain't teaming up with walking back knee. Tell me how my rash stays. And looking at little Vicky NoCal as his phone muscle today, trying to lap the field. Quite a change from the shrinking James Harden Game 7 performance that you put on at Del Mar, eh, Cheech? By the way, what are you going to do when the Raiders move to Vegas? Try and get a job as a tequila slap at the Bunny Ranch? Good, since Stinky Orenthal will be working there, maybe he can carve out some time to train you. I mean, you know, for the smack-off, this has been a large cluster of dumbasses. But, Jim, I thought, in the spirit of that, I'd bring back one of your favorite games. Who's Dumber? Who's Dumber? Okay, who's Dumber? Let's go. All right, now, who's Dumber? Matt Harvey or Caleb in Green Bay? Okay, let's break it down. Matt Harvey got butt hurt by his ex, threw a tantrum, and no-showed at work the next day. Caleb got butt hurt by the clones, threw a tantrum, and no-showed in the jungle for a year. So who's Dumber? Caleb! At least Matt Harvey has a girlfriend. Okay, who's dumber, Chad in L.A. or Ben Mesrick? Ooh, this is dicey. Chad in L.A. is an albino pervert who takes naps in Chatsworth. Ben is taking a risk writing Chad's autobiography, Naked Mole Rat, The Scummy Life of Chad in L.A. So who's dumber, Chad in L.A.? Ben will still make money. Chad will blow his on, well, blow. And finally, who's dumber, Hugh Freeze or Brad in Corona? Well, this one is a no-brainer. Hugh Freeze was a hypocrite scumbag who called an escort service from his work phone. Brad was the escort that Hugh Freeze called. So who's dumber? Well, Hugh Freeze, of course. Have you seen the hookers in Corona? Now, seriously, Jim, seriously. Left did really come strong. And I'm walking around Hollywood because I'm listening to his call and, uh, I really got love for that SI crew. So you know what? I'm going to concede. No, I'm serious. I'm literally conceding the smack off right here. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm conceding it. So 
what I'm doing is this. Uh, my intel that I spoke about earlier, I know that all of them were staying in a house together for the SI reunion. So I'm here at the house. Uh, this is going to hurt me more. It hurts them. But I'm going to walk up to the door, and I'm going to concede to left. So here I go, Jim. All right. Uh, they got a doorbell here, so I'm going to ring the doorbell. And uh, here I go. Flamingo. Wait a minute. Why was that the doorbell? Why Why do they have R. Kelly? Now, that can't be right. Okay, let me, uh, Jim, let me walk up and, and ring the doorbell again, okay? I'm going to see what's going on here. No, uh-uh. No. No. No, that shouldn't be a doorbell chime. Hey, what's going on in there? Hey, open the door. What's going on in there? Parents, I don't see nothing wrong. Kit Winger, she just said she was 17. I don't see nothing wrong, but the adults are here. We got to bounce. Frankly, I have nothing to add to that. Let's wrap this up. War the new R. Kelly alarm. War Jim studio turning into the new Bono boat. And unwar adults who wear jerseys. Yo, yo, get me out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See you at the party, Van Smack. Mark in Hollywood looking to win with a bum smack call and an R. Kelly alarm. All right. Let me look at my clock. Got to walk off on that. If you're on hold and I didn't get to you, I'm sorry about that. You know that's the risk you run. You got the monsters in in that last segment. You had Mike and Indy. You had Chael. You had Mark in Hollywood. I think we'd all agree. Obviously, left, dropped the mic. That was the guy they were chasing. He was in the clubhouse with the lead. When we come back, we announce who the winner is. Smack off 23. Remember, five grand to the winner. Also remember, the decision is mine and the XR4TIs. If you want to smash Twitter right now with your vote, do it. In fact, who you got? Who do you have? Who do you think won this thing? Hit me on Twitter right now. Make sure you hashtag it, smack off. Who do you have? Jeff Passing came up big. Left went legend. Mike, Chael, Mark, left. Is there somebody else? Trapper was in early. Vic made it in. Brad went jungle suicide. Who do you have? Last chance. We make our decision during this break, and then we come back and we run him down 10 through 1. We announce the winner. We go quick Q&A with him. Hit me on Twitter. Hashtag it. Smack off. Time now for a sports update. Here it is. Never easy, but this is one of the toughest calls ever. Smack off 23 in the books. Hit me up on Twitter before I make this decision, and it's tough. And if it sounds like I'm trying to buy myself some time, I am. I am. Hit me on Twitter. Hashtag it. Smack off. Who do you think won? Is the so-called gimmick going to carry the day? Was there more to the call than the gimmick? Is it straight smack? Is it somebody who's not won before? Tweet at Jim Rome. Some final thoughts before I give you my decision. Some votes. This guy writes, Wisco, solid, no gimmicks. This email reads, who is Chael talking to? Run him. Anybody else? Rome at habitank.com or hit me on Twitter. Jim. Is Mike's call still going on? How many days has that been going on? 
Paul in Cedar Falls. All right, last chance. Hit me on Twitter or get me the email. I'm going to make the call momentarily. 5000 to the winner. Second place gets nothing. All decisions are final. Probably a bad time to tell you, but I'm off for two weeks. Surprise! I didn't really plan it that way. Well, actually, I did. But anyway, yeah, I'm a gimmicky little bitch. Drop the smack off on you and I go for two weeks. Hey, you know where to find me. You got my phone number. Well, you don't have my phone number, but you got my Twitter feed, which is in my phone. So you know where to find me. Not that hard to find. All right, guys, we got run. Chad in L.A., Dan in Denver, John in Little Rock, and Brad obviously looking to get run, and he satisfied that. Man, that feels like a long, long, long time ago. Brad getting run feels like about a month ago. Dear Jim, after listening to the show for decades, I can honestly say that hearing Terrence and Sierra Madre's voice was an epic moment in the jungle. Well done, Laguna Beach bad boy. Everybody else is playing for second. Ryan and Costa Mesa. There is some consideration for that. All right, let's run them down. In fact, I'll go 12 to 1. 12 to 1. Let's go in reverse order. Coming in 12th, Tyler in Edmonton. He was strong. He was good. Coming in 11th, Matt in Vancouver. 10th place, Trapper. He's a made man. Trapper said that it might be the final call he ever makes. Trapper, I don't buy that. I don't accept that. You'll be back. I know you'll be back. Trapper, I saw you in studio. My man, you look good. You look good. You'll be fine. Trapper came in 10th. I would have never thought when the day started that these next two guys would finish ninth and 8th respectively, but they did. Ninth place, Vic in NoCal. I said it when he made the call. It's a good call. For a lot of people, it's a great call. But for Vic, he's done better. He is better. Eighth place, Chael. I see you working, Chael. No more Mr. Nice Guy. You're going to come in and, and kill everybody. I get it. Just the quality of smack was not what I'm accustomed to. Not from you. You can do better. You can do better. Seventh place, Mark in Boston. Good phone call. Sixth place, Caleb in Green Bay. Fifth place, Benny and Wisco. Look at these guys going back to back. Wisconsin, strong showing for both Caleb and Benny, which brings us to the big four. You probably knew who the big four were. The only question is, what order are they? We know who the big four are. Coming in fourth place, Mark in Hollywood. Similar to what we've seen and heard from him before. Good stuff. Always good stuff. He never embarrasses. He's always got a shot. But very similar to what we've heard from him before. Top three now. And you know there's going to be controversy. You know who the top three are. The last three are, and I'll just say it. It's Jeff Passan. It's Left and Laguna. And it's Mike and Indy. Who's going to win? Top three. Third place finisher. Jeff Passan. Hey, Jeff, you did great. That's a great debut, Jeff. You did great. You should be proud. Not only should you not be ashamed, you should be proud. That was a great call. Jeff showed a lot of different things. You know, coming in, we knew he was the smartest guy in the field. You maybe thought, yeah, but not the funniest guy in the field and certainly not the best smack runner in the field. He had a great first-time call. Which brings us to the big two. The defending champ and a guy with a half a title. Mike and Indy and Left and Laguna. Hey, listen, I'm not saying that I got a hard gig. I got a great gig. I got the best gig. But you try and figure that out in five minutes. You try and figure that out and process that. Who do you go with? Mike and Indy or Leff and Laguna? 
I thought Mike Nitty did a really good job of coming in right off the very top and trying to diffuse the great moment that left set up and said, what is this? The heartwarming moment off did a very good job with that. Did a very good job with the smack. But left came in and left did what he does. Came in with the big gimmick, but the gimmick was different. You know, flying a helicopter next to the tower is one thing. Bum rushing the studio is another. But undigging Terrence and Sierra Madre? Digging Terrence up? Hitting Terrence with the paddles. Honestly, I thought Terrence was dead. And Terrence might be the best caller ever. He found him. In fact, he found everybody from the photo shoot in 96. So who do you go with? Mike and Indy, who was unbelievable again. Obviously, he's one of the last two. Or Left and Laguna. The runner-up for SmackOff 23. Mike and Indy. Again. Left wins it again. Hit me up right now on Twitter. Some of you like that. Some of you hate that. Bottom line, it comes down to this for me. Ten years from now, what's the big takeaway? Ten years from now, what was the thing? Ten years from now, what was the moment in the jungle smack-off? For smack-off 23. Ten years from now, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Are we talking about Mike and Indy diffusing that bomb and going with the CTE smack? Or are we talking about Lef putting together that group from 96 and finding Terrence and Hacksaw? And by the way, I want to be very, very clear about this. You may go with that gimmick smack, but he had a good call. He had good content in the call. Let's go to the phones quickly. The winner and still champ going back to back. Left in Laguna. Left, what's up? How do you feel? Romy feels pretty good. Going back to back. That hasn't been done in some time. Content wins the day. How does the second one feel compared to the first? Dude, I've always been since, uh, since the beginning. I always wanted to make the show better. And, uh, dude, even from last night, getting all these guys back together and just hanging out, um, just, just, you know, trumps pretty much anything. Uh, great guys. Been around the show for a long time and, and just hanging out with them and, and hearing stories, dude. It, it, was, uh, it was a killer, killer day yesterday and today. So. Left, I got about 30 seconds. Of all the guys that you ran down, who was the best get? Who was your favorite guy to find? Uh, probably I read dude went through about four burner phones in the last, uh, last week trying to get a, trying to get a hold of that guy was, was, uh, pretty unbelievable. And, and, uh, we, we didn't know he was going to show up until about, uh, <laughs> about... it sounds like I Ray left. That sounds like I Ray. You did it. It was a tough call. Really tough call. Take to Twitter. How do you feel about the choice? Hit me at Jim Rome. Be sure you hashtag it smack off. There's your champ. He goes back to back left and Laguna wins it all again. Thank you for listening. I'm off for a couple of weeks. Check out our Daily Jungle podcast where we'll recap. Thank you for listening. Have an amazing couple of weeks. And look for me on Twitter. I'll be back soon. We're out.